five lessons we can glean from Joshua chapter 1 as we prepare to take on the new whether it's a new assignment a new role a new opportunity a new place a new year whatever new you are stepping into all right let's rise up to our feet and make our declaration this morning before we get into god's word today so if you brought your bible you I think request you to hold your Bible high up in the air and uh, let's say this out loud bold and strong together. This is God's word. This is God speaking to me. I am who God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I will become everything God has promised. I'm saved, healed, delivered, redeemed. I'm blessed. victorious prosperous triumphant i'm a minister of god a servant of christ and a channel of his blessing to many people i receive his word i believe his word and i live by his word christ is my master and to him i am an absolute surrender in jesus name Amen. God bless you. Turn around to the person next to you. Say hi, bless them, greet them, smile at them. Give them your name, get to know who they are. You may be seated after that. Well, it's a new year and uh, I'm excited. Are you? Kind of <laughs> same old story, pastor. What is this? <laughs> I just changed the calendar, that's all. No. All right. This morning, I just want to quickly review uh, the Word of the Lord. Just take a few minutes to quickly review what we did, uh, what was said on New Year's Eve, and then get into uh, a short message just to inspire us and prepare us for the year ahead. Right? So we're not going to be too long. Let me just quickly review the Word of the Lord for 2017. The Word that we shared for our church for 2017 is taken from Psalm 23, verse 5. Your cup will overflow. your cup will overflow right so it is not that this verse or this promise doesn't hold true for us at other times it does but like we said there are times and seasons over our lives that god changes times and seasons and we need to be sensitive to that and so god's bringing us in this particular season in our lives of overflow of abundance of blessing right so we said your cup of blessing your cup of joy will overflow right so you and i i'd encourage you and me just to pray go before god and say god uh, this is what i want you to pour into my cup of joy my cup of blessing like we said for each one of us it would be different right what you what what goes into your cup of joy and your cup of blessing uh, may be different from somebody else for you maybe seeing somebody's a family member saved and come to the faith that brings you great joy for somebody else it may be a situation that needs to be changed or a need that needs to be met something else but you go before god you pray and i encourage you to write it down i like to write it down because usually 6 months later we forget what did i pray that new year's eve service <laughs> or oh, what actually did i ask the lord uh that first sunday in church you know we tend to forget uh, so i encourage you Uh, to write it down and say, God, in my cup of joy, 
I want you to pour these things in, and I want you to cause my cup to overflow in these, these ways. So you write it down, you pray before God, and you hold your faith in God through the course of the year and see what God would do in your life. So please take a few moments to write it down when you're at home, and uh, remember it, review it through the year, stand in, before God in faith. We also shared five instructions uh, from based on Deuteronomy 28, when God brings us into that place of abundance, there are some things we must never forget. So let's quickly review these five instructions. One, uh, he, God says, you know, when you're in this place of abundance, always remember to praise God. Always remember to thank Him. You know, thank Him for everything. Thank Him for every abundance, every blessing. Just remember to praise God. Don't forget that. Don't stop blessing God, thanking God. Second instruction was to continue living, living in obedience to His words. Don't forget. Just because you have abundance doesn't mean, okay, now I don't need to obey His word. You know, it's only for those people who are still struggling. <laughs> it's for all of us. In, in every season of life, we still have to obey the word of God. Just follow His instruction. Live by the word. The third instruction uh, we saw there was, don't let your abundance lead you into pride dependence on, on self or worship of other things. So when you have abundance, don't forget and, and don't say, oh, it is my own power, my own strength that's got me all this. And God says, don't do that. Be careful. Now, I think there's a reason why God's instructed us because we tend to have, we te- have a tendency to do that. That in our times of blessing and abundance, okay, you know, because I made some great decisions or because I did some great things, God is blessing me. No, He says, don't guard your heart. Always stay humble before God. Be dependent on Him. The fourth instruction we saw was don't forget. Always remember. Don't forget what God, don't forget your history with God. Don't forget that He's the God who brought you out of Egypt and He's the one who led you through the wilderness and took care of you in that season of your life. Don't forget those things. And always remember that it is God who's blessing you because He has a covenant with you. Always remember that. And the fifth instruction, which we took out from Nehemiah 8.10, was increase your giving. So in your abundance, bless somebody else. You may not be able to bless 100 people, but if you can bless two others, do it. Someone else can benefit out of your abundance, out of your out of the overflow of your cup. So make sure you turn around and re- release to people around you uh, the blessing, the overflow. Amen? All right, so this morning... I want us to turn to Joshua chapter 1, please. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Joshua chapter 1. I want, to, I want us to sh- draw some lessons here from Joshua chapter 1 on stepping into the new. This year, for some of us, we may have to step into new things in our lives. Maybe a new job. Maybe a new role in your current place of work. Maybe a new opportunity, maybe a transition from your present, what you're doing now, into something that's totally new. You've got to transition. Whatever it might be, then something new stepping into. Some of you are already in that situation right now, at the beginning of the year. Okay, I've got to step into something new. For some of us, during the course of this year, we may find ourselves in those situations where we need to step into something new. Something you haven't done before. Something you're not so familiar with. And you've got to step into something new. So, what do we do? How do we step into something new 
in our lives. We want to draw some lessons from Joshua chapter 1. Now, just a little bit about Joshua and a little background to this book. Uh, you find this in Numbers, and I'll just refer, refer to these. They won't be up on the screen. But we first hear about this man, Joshua, in the 11th chapter of the book of Numbers. And in chapter 11 of Numbers, we read about Joshua as being an assistant to Moses. So Moses is this great, amazing leader that God has raised up to bring his people out of Egypt and, 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 and take them on this great journey into their land of promise. And God has used Moses greatly and, and has done so many amazing things through his life. And Moses has an assistant. The Bible says that in Numbers 11 that he's one of his choice men and his name is Joshua. He's one of the 70 elders who were appointed as assistants to Joshua. Saying, okay, you're going to assistance to Moses. To assist Moses in governing or leading this great uh, nation of people, about three million people. So Joshua is Moses' assistant serving under Moses. And then we read about Joshua in uh, chapters 13 and 14 of Numbers. You remember the 12 spies who were sent to go and spy or survey the land of promise? Joshua and Caleb along with 10 others. Uh, each one was a leader from their tribe. So Joshua was a leader of the tribe of Ephraim. Caleb was a leader of the tribe of Judah. And these 12 spies, they surveyed the land for about 40 days. And at the end of the 40 days, it was only Joshua and Caleb who came up with a positive report. It was only Joshua and Caleb who said, let's go and take the land. The other spies said, we can't do it. Forget it, Moses. Can't do it. But Joshua and Caleb said, let's go. We can do it. So that's Joshua and Caleb. And in Numbers 27, we see Moses. He brought the people of Israel, the Jewish people, all the way towards Jordan, the River Jordan, they're on the east bank of the River Jordan, pretty close to the promised land. Uh, but in Numbers 27, God tells Moses, Moses, I want you to go, go up this mountain and I want you to have a look at the promised land. So Moses, for reasons we're not going to discuss here, uh, is not allowed to enter into the land of promise. All God is saying is you're going to be able to see the land of promise. So go up the mountain, go see the land. Your time is about to get over. So Numbers 27 Moses prays to the Lord and says, okay, God, then I need you to appoint somebody in my place who's going to shepherd the people, who's going to lead them on. And God instructs Moses saying, pick Joshua and ordain him or appoint him before the priest and before all the people. So number 27 is that ordination service where Moses brings Joshua up in front of the priest, in front of all the people and says, this is the man who's going to take over from me. He lays hands on him. He prays over him. So that's all the background to the book of Joshua. Uh, and, and so now in Joshua chapter 1, Moses has passed away. He's dead. He's gone. And this young man, Joshua, is thrust into this new role of being the leader, of stepping into the very shoes of Moses and having to lead this huge nation of 3 million people into their land of promise. So it's a new role for him. It's a new season for this nation. They have a new leader and they're now about to enter into their promised land. So what instructions would God give to this young man Joshua as he prepares to step in to the new? So long he was very comfortable. He was just doing what his leader was saying. It was easy. But now he had to be the leader. 
Now he had to lead the people. What instructions would God give Joshua? So we want to read the first chapter of Joshua and draw some lessons from here. Let's read through Joshua chapter 1. Verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, that is up in the north, and all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, to the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you. Be strong and of a good courage. For to this people... You shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then... You will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of a good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, Pass to the camp and command the people saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan. To go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke saying, Remember the word which Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan, that is on the east side. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all your mighty men of valor, and help them. Until the Lord has given your brethren rest, as he gave you. And they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it. Which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side of the Jordan toward the sunrise. So they answered Joshua saying, all that you commanded us we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words, and all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of a good courage. I want to draw five simple lessons from this one chapter that will help us as we get ready to step into the new in our lives. Just as Joshua was getting ready to step into the new in his life. The first thing that we see God speaking to Joshua is, and, and encouraging him is telling him, Joshua, I want you to be assured of my promise and of my presence. Be assured of my promise and of my presence. He reminds him, he says, Joshua, 
I want to remind you of some of the things I told your fathers. Every land that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have promised to give it to them. It's theirs. No man is going to be able to stand before you all the days of your life. And Joshua, I want you to know, I am with you. I will never leave you. I will not. So as you get ready to step into something new, be assured of the promise of God and be assured of the presence of God. Amen. See, coming to church on Sunday morning, you hear a message and you say, yeah, God is with me. His, presence, uh, his promises are true. His presence is with me. Monday morning you wake up and your mind is filled with all kinds of doubts and fears and, and the, you, know, you don't feel the presence. What do you do? Be your own preacher. Preach it to yourself. Remind yourself of the promise of God. You tell yourself, this is the promise of God. He said, he will bless me in all the work of my hands. He said that he will surround me with favor as with a shield. He said that he will give me the power to make wealth. He said that he will bless my coming in and my going on. You remind yourself of the promise of God. Be assured of it. His promise is good to you. Amen. And I sound a little angry here. I'm just <laughs> not angry. I'm just encouraging you. Remind yourself of the promise of God. Be assured of his promise. So God's reminding Joshua. Joshua, I promised you that wherever you walk on, that land's yours. No enemy is going to prevail over you, Joshua. I, I promise that to you and your people. So be assured of my promise. So when you wake up in the morning, whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're sore. You encourage yourself in the promise of God. And say, God is present with me. God is with me. Amen. So as you get ready to step into the new. It may be a challenge you've never faced before. It may be an assignment you've never handled before. It may be some customers you, you've never gone and spoken to. Whatever your challenge, whatever your new is. You begin by assuring yourself of his promise and of his presence. His words. Go back to his word, his promise. His presence. God is with me. He's going to guide me. His Holy Spirit is the source of my wisdom, my understanding, my knowledge, and the skill that I need. The Holy Spirit is a source. He's with me. I know He's going to help me. Assure yourself of the promise of God and the presence of God. The second thing we see God do for Joshua is to tell Joshua, Joshua, and he repeats this three times. He says, Joshua, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. I need you to be strong and courageous, Joshua. As you're stepping into the new, be bold. Be courageous. Don't be timid. Don't be afraid. Don't withdraw. Let there be no hesitancy in you. As you are stepping into the new, you be strong. Be courageous. Walk into with confidence. Be like David when he ran to Goliath. You know, he didn't hide behind the rocks in the West Goliath. <laughs> he, I can see him. He can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> No, the Bible says David ran to Goliath out in the open. He ran into battle. That's being strong. That's being courageous. So step into the new with that sense of confidence in God. I'm not talking about being reckless or presumptuous or, or, or you know, or just uh, stepping into something without proper preparation and thought. And that's, that's not what we're talking about. But we're saying, get into the new, being strong in the Lord, being strong and courageous in God. Don't hold back. Take on the responsibility. Even if you've not done it before, even if it's something new, be strong, be courageous. Step into it with confidence. And God repeats it three times. In fact, uh, 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 one time he says, 
Joshua, be strong and very courageous. Double up on your courage. Face it. Step into it. Don't be afraid. So when you're stepping into the new, step in being assured of God's promise and God's presence. When you're stepping into the new, be strong and courageous. Thirdly, God says, Joshua, this is in verse 7 and 8. Joshua, as you're stepping into the new, you're getting into this new role, new responsibility, a new season for you and your people. Something I want you to do. He says, be careful to observe everything that I've spoken, my word. Do not depart from it either to the left or to the right. He says, obey my word. Follow my word. In fact, in verse 8, Joshua 1 verse 8, he says, This book of the law, my word, let it never depart out of your mouth, but meditate in it day and so that you will carefully follow what is there. And if you do that, he says, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. This word. If you study, as you study the word, you'll find out God wants his word to be in our speaking, in our thinking, in our believing. If you keep his word in your believing, your speaking, your thinking, it will become part of your doing. And he says, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. This word. So third instruction, as you're stepping into you, you'll be determined, I'm going to follow God's word. In this new assignment, this role. There may be opportunities to do things that are contradictory to the word of God. You say, no, I'm going to be careful to follow the word. Stay with the word. I'm going to observe the word of God. I'm going to obey the word of God. Keep his word in your speaking, in your thinking, in your believing. It will become part of your doing. And God says, if you live that way, you're going to make your way prosperous. You're going to have good success. That's God's guarantee. You live by my word, this will happen to you. So three instructions, God says, live by my word. So now Joshua turns around to the people as he's getting them ready. And we find two lessons here. What does he do with the people? He says, guys, prepare yourselves because in three days, we're going to go. We've got three days to get ready and then we're going to get into work. Now, when at that time they'd come to the east side of the river Jordan and God told them that two and a half tribes out of the twelve will live on the east side of the river Jordan. So the tribe of Reuben, Gad, and half the tribe of Manasseh were going to live on the east side of the river. The remaining of the tribes, the remaining nine and a half, nine, yes, ten, yeah, nine and a half would live on the other side of the river Jordan. Now they had not yet crossed over. So Joshua tells the people, in three days, we're all going to cross over. And even you warriors from Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh, you're also going to go over. You're going to engage with the enemy. You're going to help conquer the territory. Once your brothers have taken their territories, then you can return and then you can enjoy what God has given you. So the fourth lesson is very simple. Work first, enjoy later. So as you're stepping into the new, as you're getting ready to have your cup overflow, as you're getting ready to step into your new assignment, do your work. Work first. Then, someone say, okay, God, you said my cup will overflow. Okay, God, thank you very much. <laughs> no, you've got to do your work. Yes, he said your cup will overflow, but you've got to do your work. So work first. Then you're going to enjoy. And that's what Josh was instructing the people. Guys, we're here. The promised land's before us, but we've got work to do. I'm giving you three days to get ready. We're going to go into action. We'd go possess the land then you come back, then you enjoy uh, in the land that God's given you. 
And the, four, the last one, the fifth thing we see here, fifth lesson we draw from this chapter as they are preparing to step into the new as, as a nation is that Joshua makes sure that he gets people into alignment and into agreement with him. And that's important. For some of you, or I would say for almost all of us, when we step into the new, when you step into your new assignment, your new role, or whatever you're, you're stepping in, it's, I would say, perhaps 90% or more, the likelihood is that it's not just you working alone is going to fulfill that. You're going to have people with you to help you accomplish the new. And it's so important to have people in alignment and in agreement with you as you step into the... And you see Joshua doing that. Tell them, guys, this is what we're going to do. And the people respond saying, Joshua, whatever you tell us, we will do. Only God be with you as he was with Moses, and you be strong, and you be courageous, Joshua. But we are with you. We'll come with you. So it's so important to get people into alignment and into agreement with you as you step into the new. If you're leading a team, you're leading a division, heading a department, whatever, you need to get people into alignment. As, as you step into the new, you need to have your people aligned and going with you. So five simple lessons. As you and I step into the new, whatever God is calling you and me to do, be assured of His promise and His presence with you. Second, be strong and courageous. Don't let the scale of the challenge or even the unfamiliarity of the challenge or the, the situation, so don't let that intimidate you. Don't let it cause you to become reluctant, withdraw, hesitant. No. Go in with courage. Go in with strength. Operate from a place of strength in God. Third, stay with the Word of God. Speak it, think it, believe it, do it. He said you'll make your way prosperous. You'll have good success. Stay with the Word. Fourth, work first, enjoy later. Do your work. Spread it out first, then you can enjoy later. Get out there. Prepare yourself. Get into action. You can enjoy the fruits later. It'll come. God's promised it. But work first. And fourthly, or fifth, get people into alignment, into agreement. That's so important. If you're going to see success, get them all in. Float together. Amen? So we're going to take some time to pray now. Why don't we just, uh, I just call our worship team up. You can remain seated for a few minutes. And let's just take some time to pray of what we learned from the first chapter of Joshua. As you prepare for the new, a new year, maybe something new in your life coming up, a new assignment, a new role, a new job, a new ministry, a new area of ministry. Would you just pray about these five things just between you and the Lord and say, God, I want to take these lessons, apply them to my life. As I step into the new, I want to be assured of your promise and your presence. Your promise is my cup will overflow. Your promise is you will bless the work of my hands. Your promise is that you will give me the power to get wealth. Or whatever area that you're stepping into the new. In relation to that, you draw on the promise of God. And you draw upon His presence on your life. He said He will not leave you nor forsake you. His Spirit is upon you. His empowering grace is upon you. Through God, you will do valiantly. Secondly, face it with strength and confidence, with courage. Say, God, I'm going to go, the, go into this boldly. I'm not going to be hesitant. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to be reluctant. I'm not going to withdraw. I'm not going to be fearful. I'm going to step into the strength and courage. 
My strength comes from you. My confidence is in the Lord. And third, you covenant between you and God, saying, God, with the grace that you give me, I'm going to follow your word. I'm going to live by your word. I keep your word in my believing, my speaking, my thinking, and my doing. And I know you'll make my way prosperous. You will give me good success. Fourthly, you be determined, you be ready to work. No shortcuts, no laziness, no easy way out, but I'm going to work. I'm going to do what it takes. Because I know I'll enjoy the fruit later. And fifth, pray for the people who need to come together with you, for you, on this mission. Pray that they will come into alignment, into agreement with you on the assignment God's given you. Father, I just pray that throughout this gathering, Lord, you know every person, you know every heart, every life, and you know each person who at this very moment is standing at the beginning of something new in their lives. And I pray you're empowering upon them that these words that you spoke to Joshua will come alive in our hearts and that we, like Joshua, will step boldly into what's ahead of us, knowing God is with us and His promise is in our hearts. His Word guides us. His Spirit empowers us. And like Joshua, Lord, at the end of our days, we will look back and say, not one good, one, not one promise which God gave us has ever failed. And we've accomplished the mission. Father, for some of us, as we journey in the course of this year, we may find ourselves in a position where we need to step into the new. And I pray we'll remember what we've heard today. Same instructions you gave Joshua. We step into the new boldly. Thank you, O Lord. Thank you, God. Let's rise to our feet as our worship team takes leads us in a few moments. Every step I take is a step of faith. The weapon formed against me shall prosper every prayer I make is a prayer of faith and if my God is for me tell me who can be against me every step I take every step I take is a step of faith no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every prayer I make is a prayer of faith. And if my God is for me, tell me who can be against me. Every step I take, oh, 
And every step I take is a simple faith. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every prayer I make is a prayer of faith. And if my God is for me, tell me who can be against me. I walk by faith each step by faith to live put my trust in you. I walk by faith, he said, by faith, to live by faith. I put my trust in you. Every step I take, every step I take is a step of faith. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, and every prayer I make is a prayer of faith, and if my God is for me, tell me who can be against me, and I walk, I walk by faith, each step by faith, to live. I put my trust in you. I walk by faith, each step by faith, to live by faith. I put my trust in you. I put my trust. I put my trust in you. 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 As I step out with faith, trust in you. I put my 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 trust in you. Amen. So God bless you as you get ready to step into the new. Go with courage, confidence, and strength. Amen. Let's close, please. Father, I just declare your grace, your blessing, your empowering on your people. That each one, God, is empowered by your spirit with wisdom, understanding, knowledge, and skill that comes from above. That each one, Lord God, manifests your glory, displays the glory of God. Wherever they go and whatever they do. Father, that you bless, you prosper. You cause each one to have good success and to do great exploits for your kingdom and for your glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a good Sunday and a great 2017. 
We trust that this message was a blessing to you. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at contact at apcwo.org. Also, visit our website www.apcwo.org for additional resources. Thank you for listening and God bless you.